This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. According to a new survey, nearly half of Americans are traveling during the holiday season to visit loved ones. The other half are visiting family. You know, this is a uh, this is a big push. I hadn't heard that that sound, but this is a big push by the left. They've got surveys out and and news stories about how we all hate each other. That's not true where I live. That's not true in my family. I'm sure we got one person who's kind of a pain in the rumpus, but you know that's normal. But this is a big theme. It's all part of demolishing the American family and culture civilization itself under assault by the left. It continues. They're not on our side. Well, happy Wednesday to you and welcome. Tomorrow is, of course, Thanksgiving, and I have family members in town. I have four family members in town from Chicago, Illinois. They flew in last night aboard an airplane, a big uh, big old jet airliner. Thanks to the patriarchy, they can get on these giant uh, aluminum tubes and fly at 600 miles an hour at 35,000 feet and go halfway across the country in a, about an hour and 40 minutes. And it, you know, it's, uh, it's a pretty good development. A couple of generations ago, you had to ride the prairie schooner across, across the frontier, and it took uh, about eight months, you know, now, now about an hour and 40 minutes. Thank you, patriarchy. I like the patriarchy. And America and Western civilization... Bravo, let's hear it for Western civilization. I love Western civilization. The left doesn't like it very much. You know, the fundamental building block of Western civilization is what? Is what, Michael? What is it? The patriarchy. It's the patriarchy. It's the family. The family. And then uh, from the family springs the patriarchy, for which I know we are all very grateful. Some of us are more presumptuous than others, but it's uh, wonderful stuff. They love to, they just love to disdain everything, don't they? From Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving itself is under assault. And lefties love it. Because they found like one Indian guy in uh, Oklahoma or something, which uh, translates as red man, right? Red man, Oklahoma. But never mind that. It's uh, like redskin because they got to ban everything. And uh, they found one guy who was like, oh, we shouldn't celebrate because it's colonialism. No, it's just a nice dinner in like 1621. Uh, Just be glad you can hang with us. Just be glad you were invited. And then uh, calm down. (laughs) So we got that. Thanksgiving is a great American holiday. It's a great American uh, story, too. It's a great story of Western civilization, of discovery, back in the days of wooden boats. Wooden, it's an old wooden boat and an uh, old wooden ship. A, uh, and it's a great thing. And, and I hope, and uh, you know, I, I assume you're listening to this uh, radio broadcast, that your family is at least mostly normal because, you know, you listen to conservative talk radio and uh, my humble radio broadcast. So there's a lot of normal going on out there. We can feel the normal vibe. The normal vibe is it, it, uh, it permeates, it penetrates even into our radio studio, which is a uh, nuclear uh, bunker. It's, uh, 
can't hear. You know, there could be a nuclear detonation on Capitol Hill. We wouldn't even hear it. We wouldn't know it happened. But setting that aside for the moment, off on a tear based on a soundbite that uh, Michael played for me there. Today is also, it's Wednesday. It's not only the day before Thanksgiving, it's also Wednesday. That means it's hump day. It's hump day. And Hillary has to get out of the house. Hillary waking up once again face down in a pool of her own dried vomit next to an empty cardboard box, a one-gallon box of cheap New Zealand Chardonnay. Another terrible night for Hillary Clinton. She's still not president of the United States. This was going to be about halfway through her second term, the way she saw it. Bill Clinton was going to be wandering the White House in a bathrobe with a bottle of whiskey clutched in his fist, looking for the intern room, and uh, didn't just didn't work out, didn't work out. But today, you know, it's hump day, so in the Clinton house, he still gets a little something, and Hillary still has to be out of the house. And we have mailbag day. We have mailbag day. And I have, uh, how many do I have here? One, two, uh, three, four, five. I have five uh, mailbag questions, and I have a, a box here. Listen to this. I have a box that was sent to me by uh, a wonderful listener, and I will explain. I'll explain what the box is um, in just a little while, because that's part of the mailbag too. It's a box. What's in the box, Chris? Well, I'll explain that. I'll explain. It's pretty good stuff. So we've got that. Also, we've got hostages from the terrorists. Uh, they say they're going to release some hostages, including three-year-old hostages. They, they all, including three American hostages. Because the terrorists take hostages. That's what they do. They're completely uncivilized, and they must be snuffed out, this terrorist organization, and all of the individuals that support this type of terrorism must be snuffed out. And that's ongoing, but uh, late last night, after what was it, six hours of negotiation in the Israeli Knesset, their, their legislature, their, their Congress, they've struck a deal of sorts, of sorts. You can't trust the terrorists. Here's the thing. They're treacherous. They, they take hostages, including three-year-olds and grandmothers. And uh, who knows what they do to them, but they're psychopaths, and there are armies of psychopaths on the earth, and civilization must stand up to them and snuff them out and defeat them and then sit down to a nice uh, Thanksgiving dinner because, you know, that's what we do. That's what civilization. Every now and then civilization has to stand up and defend itself. It's a terrible thing against the opposite of civilization. But after a six-hour debate in the Knesset, it was agreed uh, that a hostage deal with Hamas had been struck. Uh, Civilization would release 150 troglodyte animals from hell, and the troglodyte animals from hell would release 50 innocent people that they kidnapped that had been holding hostage. And then there will be a four-day pause in the fighting, and Israel will provide fuel— and aid because the troglodytes cannot provide their own electricity, their own clean water. They can't run civilization. They can only destroy. But for a period of time, at least, in exchange for releasing 50 innocent hostages that they're torturing by uh, virtue of their holding them hostage in the first place, <clears throat> they get some fuel. They need fuel and they don't have any. They need fuel to uh, desalinate the water out of the Mediterranean Sea, which they didn't invent. Uh, but Western civilization did. You know, the patriarchy uh, invented that desalination thing. And the combustion engines that are used to pump water out of the... the otherwise, these guys wouldn't have any of this. Um, they'd just be uh, running around in moccasins, chopping people's heads off with swords, uh, as their their history has it. 
And so the four-day pause, they get some in the fighting, and they get some fuel, they get some aid. They release 50 innocent people who they would otherwise torture and murder to death and torture to death and, and murder. And, uh, and then uh, the good guys, Israel, who the Democrat Party opposes, they're going to release 150 criminals that are in jail for crimes, see? And uh, that's what hostage takers do because they're criminals. Among the 50, it is rumored at least that three Americans will be released. And that's a good start, but honestly, let's uh, gather up some sniper teams because we're going to need them after not too long. And it's, uh, it's a deal that was uh, put together by Qatar, the Qataris, and uh, a lot of them are criminals too. And Egypt, Egypt was involved in it, and the United States. Uh, Israel, Hamas, and then representing Hamas, their lawyers were Qatar and Egypt, and the United States was wandering around with Joe Biden bumping into walls, and Israel cut the deal. So we got that with Qatar and Egypt, the United States, Israel, Hamas. Amazing. So they're going to release about a fourth or a fifth of the hostages that they took. Who knows how many they've tortured to death so far, but they say they're going to release them over the course of several days in groups of 10 or 12, and that the hostages, like these, you know, the pirates that they are, from the the 15th century, the animals that they are, they're going to release them into Egypt out of Gaza, which is 141 square miles of hell, that's Mediterranean seafront property that they've turned into hell, when any normal culture would turn it into paradise. But they're filth, they're pirates, they're they're brigands, they're kidnappers, they're they're murderers and torturers. They're going to be released through the Rafah crossing into Egypt. And then from Egypt... They'll be transported by helicopters, which they wouldn't have invented and they wouldn't have either, and brought back to Israel, which is civilization, so they have to fly over that stain on humanity that is the Gaza Strip to deliver at least a small handful of innocent people back to civilization after having them released by a way of extortion um, by this gang of criminals who should be snuffed out and exterminated from the, the planet Earth. So we've uh, we've got that, and that's kind of a big deal. It is, and Thanksgiving. So we've got uh, we've got that going. At the uh, at the same time, we've got our media out here, don't we? Yes, we do. We've got our awful, terrible, horrible media, don't we? They're pro hostage taker and anti civilization. When did that happen? They used to call themselves liberals. Remember the liberal media? Could we get them back for a minute? You know, because. Now they're the Hamas media. Now they're, now they're just not. They're nothing approximating liberals. That's they're they're nothing like that at all. And uh, so I want to get into I want to get into some of that because you know this is the world we live in and it's it's a tragic situation. At the same time, um, I meant to get into this yesterday and I didn't. Most voters, that's us, don't want to talk about politics at Thanksgiving. But, you know, it kind of depends on the circumstances, doesn't it? I was hanging out with my uh, some family last night, my brother and his wife, my uh, uh, two nieces uh, who belong to my brother and his wife. It's kind of normal. It's, there is a man, he's the father and the husband, a woman, the mother and the wife, and two daughters who are really normal. They're incredibly normal, very well-adjusted, recent uh, college graduates and already have jobs, and they're happy and normal. It's, uh, it's kind of an amazing thing. They're, they're from America. But 
Uh, we hung out last night. We had Chinese food after uh, taking an hour to get in and out of Reagan Airport, which normally takes four minutes uh, because it was raining and nothing works anymore in the United States of America as it was designed to work or intended or as we had hoped it would work in any event. But most voters don't want to talk about politics at Thanksgiving. And I have the 10 things that, uh, according to the polls, Americans least want to talk about at the Thanksgiving dinner table. I'll share that with you. And then depending on who is at your table, you can either avoid them or start bringing them up right away. (laughs) But I'll give you the 10 things that people least want to talk about. And these radical left-wing lunatics, there is a USA Today piece that they published Want to avoid politics at Thanksgiving? Question mark. Consider a, quote, no MAGA allowed sign. That's an end quote. And that's that's their avoiding politics by immediately going to their radical left wing intolerant, belligerent politics uh, because that's what the Democrat Party has become. They're not liberals. They're the left. And they'll be taking hostages soon. They're already launching suicide attacks. I can tick off a whole bunch of suicide attacks by the Democrats here in the United States. Murderous, terroristic suicide attacks, and then one self-immolation on the plaza in front of the Supreme Court to protest Earth Day. It was Earth Day, self-immolation like a Buddhist monk. Turns out just a liberal from Colorado. But never mind that. Uh, Susan Saranrap, you know Susan Saranrap. She was in a mediocre movie a long time ago. And nobody cares about her, but she's a a typical Hollywood person and probably Upper West Side of Manhattan type, too, because that's where most of them go. Susan Sarandrap, we played the audio the other day, and we'll play it for you again today. She she said crazy stuff, you know, uh, uh, yelling at a rally in favor of terrorism, in favor of Hamas, and she's out there that at long last, you Jews feeling threatened in the United States, that's real good. Now you know what it's like to be a Muslim in the United States, which is a terrible, awful, anti-Muslim country. And then she blew herself up. It would have been more fun if she had blown herself up, wouldn't it? That would be a nice Thanksgiving treat. (laughs) Susan Saranrap just uh, self-detonated her suicide vest. Yay, that'd be kind of fun. Susan Saranrap was uh, dropped by her, her talent agency. Kind of a misnomer, don't you think? But uh, she dropped by UTA. It's called UTA. Isn't that like a urinary tract um, uh, abomination or something like that? UTA, after her her pro-terrorist comments, her agents have dropped her. And that's real bad if you're you're an actress. She's apparently an actress. So we got that. It's uh, amazing stuff. And also, Melissa Barrera dropped from Scream 7 over her Israel-Hamas posts. Uh, this this whole social media thing is not for everybody, am I right? It's really not for everybody. So lefties and all that. We got a professor at Wake Forest. That's a, a college. Is that a four-year school, Michael? Is that a, at a four? Do they have parking? That's a Wake Forest professor resigns because she has murderous urges and she expressed them. She's a psychopathic anti-Semite and a college professor. There actually is no, no problem there, is there? They, they love, they, they give tenure to terrorists. The left has been doing that forever. So we got, uh, we got some of that going on. All kinds of madman stuff. Kamala Harris is so dumb. How dumb is she? Well, wait till you hear today's installment of How Dumb is Kamala Harris? 
coming from the Democrats. President Obama still doesn't respect Joe Biden, and even the Washington Post had to had to mention it. We got LGBTQ military scandals. We've got all kinds of him. And uh, Senator Menendez, he's facing criminal charges. Uh, his lawyer, wait till you hear what his lawyer, what his lawyer's nickname is. It's it's almost too ridiculous to believe. And more illegal alien arrests, unusual though that may be, for, uh, you know, people that, I think the Democrats would give this guy tenure, wouldn't they? We're at 888-630-9625. Hey, it's Chris Plant, excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Visit chrisplantcruise.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust, or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory... Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Great stuff. Also, the Washington Post has a front page piece today. Above the fold, chilling times for a cool district. I thought it was going to be about the skyrocketing homicide rates. It's not, but it is about people fleeing the city of Washington like it's on fire because, you know, half the time it is. You know why, Michael? Democrats is the correct answer once again. Thank you. You knew it. I know you knew it. I know it. You know it. The American people know it. At least some of us. Right, let's go. Let's take a uh, telephone call. Let's go to Rick calling from Elmwood Park, New Jersey. Ricardo, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Thanks for taking my call, Chris. How about we give Hamas some uh, fuel that's tainted, like gasoline with sugar, and then we destroy their generators, and they won't be able to get fresh water and oxygen. <laughs> and oxygen. Get out of their oxygen supply, too. You know, they probably couldn't supply themselves with oxygen if left to their own devices. Now, the, uh, I think that's a good idea to seize up their, their engines, the, you know, their combustion engines, which... They probably couldn't operate without Israel keeping them running. Uh, but they still have, even if they release the first 50 hostages, they still have who knows how many. You know, there Are there another 200, another 150? Uh, we don't know. And there's such murderers and stuff that I think you need to get the civilized people back and then smash them uh, like bugs. What do you think, Rick? I think we just got to chase them out of those caves and then, you know, they won't have any choice, but they can come out and then we can go down and hopefully rescue the hostage. Come out, come out wherever you are. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best. It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. 
got thoughtful people calling in, as always, because our audience is made up of intelligent, well-informed, thoughtful people who also happen to have an excellent sense of humor, these, uh, these people, which is very nice. And today, I talked about it yesterday, that uh, today is actually the 60th anniversary of the assassination of John F. Kennedy, who was president of the United States at the time, shot in the head while driving in an open-top presidential limousine, a Lincoln, through uh, Dealey Plaza, Dealey Square in Dallas, Texas, and uh, shot in the head, uh, reportedly, by Lee Harvey Oswald, a communist, because, you know, that's what communists do. They go around, they kill people. Now, on this 60th anniversary, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is uh, renewing his call for the CIA to release the documents that they still have squirreled away, having to do with the John F. Kennedy assassination in Dallas, Texas, 60 years ago today. Uh, And the CIA... I think they're going to put out a letter of some kind on the lead-up to the presidential election corrupting the election because because they've been corrupted by the likes of John Brennan, CIA director Barack Obama, right? Uh, Because corruption is now normal in the United States of America, perfectly normal. And uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is saying, hey, come on. First of all, there was a law passed decades ago by the Congress of the United States of America ordering the release of the CIA documents, and they were supposed to be released years ago, and they were not released years ago. And now the nephew of John F. Kennedy and the son of Robert F. Kennedy, who is running for president as uh, something of an independent because the Democrat Party kicked a member of the Kennedy family out of the Democratic Party because the Democratic Party isn't. And uh, so... Robert F. Kennedy is now, he's on his own, and the Democrat Party is, they're going to crush him. I think he's in danger from the Democrat Party. He is running for president. He's Robert F. Kennedy Jr. His father and his uncle were both assassinated, political assassinations, two of the most famous political assassinations in American history. And he is asking for Secret Service protection while he runs for president, and the Biden White House is refusing him that Secret Service protection because, you know, they're not on our side, the side of America, civilization. It's the, the Democrat Party of today. And John F. Kennedy, who was shot in the head by a communist or the CIA, take your pick. <clears throat> I think Lee Harvey Oswald shot him in the head. But the CIA not releasing classified documents 60 years later, were they waiting for the last person of relevance to die and then they'll release the, uh, uh, that, that could be the case. Look around for 95-year-olds that know something about the Kennedy assassination. But Robert F. Kennedy Jr. said earlier this year that he sees overwhelming evidence, that's what he said, that the CIA was involved in the John F. Kennedy assassination. And will the CIA release the documents? I'll bet a dollar that they won't. Will they tamper in our next presidential election, as so many of them did in our last presidential election? Uh, I've come to expect that from our bureaucracy, our permanent state. But uh, but that's me. 
Now, with that said, let's go to, uh, let's take one more phone call. And I want to get to lots of Democrat stories because they are crazy people, aren't they? Let's go to Andy calling from the great state of Florida. Andy, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Hey, Chris. I uh, love what you do. First time caller uh, and uh, frequent listener. Uh, yeah, I, I called to just make sure people remember that uh, the American president was murdered 60 years ago today. And nothing's really been the same since. And uh, I think uh, there's overwhelming evidence. Uh, I agree with RFK Jr. Overwhelming evidence. Uh, even before you get to the assassination, Billy Harvey Oswald was part of a um, intelligence program of fake defectors to the Soviet Union and other Eastern Bloc countries. So that 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 set the groundwork to be able to call him a communist and that the communists did it. But um, I've researched a lot, and there's a lot of information out there that uh, that uh, he was actually just what he said he was, a patsy, and was a federal agent and was told he was trying to root out the assassination, and then ironically was accused of it immediately. So just wondered if you'd read anything on that. I sent you something on that once by email. but uh, Yeah, I've seen, I've seen much of what you're describing here, uh, certainly. And, you know, look, Andy, the fact that 60 years later, there are still major questions, and Americans have major questions about what happened and suspect that our own government may have been involved, our, our intelligence community, the permanent bureaucracy, uh, more than a half century ago, may have been involved in the assassination of our own president. Uh, is Look, it's fueled by the fact that the CIA continues to refuse to release those documents all these years later, even though Congress has passed a bill mandating that the CIA release them, and they have just ignored the will of the Congress and the law. And uh, honestly, federal marshals should be kicking down doors at the CIA and putting handcuffs on people because they're refusing to obey yes, the law. Uh, and I, and yes, I do sir. believe that. And, we'll, and we have people like John Brennan, penitentiary face, uh, leading the CIA under Barack Obama, who's a total commie. And he literally, you, you know this, of course, Andy, but John Brennan proudly voted for the Communist Party candidate for president, Gus Hall, as a young man. Then he went in like the mole that he is to the intelligence community. And he was, um, you know, a schmuck in the intelligence community forever. And Barack Obama plucked him out of relative obscurity and made him the director of the CIA. And then he went on to corrupt our presidential election in 2020. People ought to be in handcuffs. And uh, yes, I, I got to tell you, I've worked in this town for a long time. My office was in the Pentagon for 10 years. I was a news guy for 17 years before I started doing talk radio. And I've never been uh, so uh, taken by questions about our government as I am today. Yes, sir. I, uh, I think if, 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 they're alone, if Lee Harvey Oswald was a lone nut, and why was anything classified, let alone everything classified for 60 years and counting? So, right. um, and you ask uh, who, who, who benefits, Quo Vadis. So, and just to let you know, I'm not a kook. I'm a retired Navy captain, a naval aviator like your father, and uh, uh, so. So, um, I've just read a lot into this, and it feels like an original sin. Like uh, the people that had the most to gain from his death were uh, LBJ and uh, Alan Dulles who hated his guts for firing him as head of the CIA. Yeah. And, uh, so uh, I appreciate your uh, your investigative journalist instincts and hopefully look into this more. And 
there's actually a movement to clearly Harvey Oswald's name that he was a real patriot. But again, you got to read a lot, and uh, and and they make it hard. The Washington Post is not going to help. They're a pretty much a CIA front paper, it seems. Yeah, there's so, a lot of that you, going you on. Point out every day. Yeah, David Ignatius. Every day, what what they don't cover is is stunning. Uh, you 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 let me know a lot of things that I can't find anywhere else because the news doesn't cover it. Yeah, that's a fact. Thank you for that. Yeah, you bet. So you're a retired Navy 06 captain, pilot. What would you fly? Flew the uh, H-60 and the uh, H-3 before that. Excellent. Excellent. Sure. Yeah, the Sea King, like the presidential helicopters uh, that still fly around Washington, D.C. for the time being. Uh, Great stuff. Yes, sir. They they, they picked up the astronauts out of the drink when we were kids, and they're they're still flying them. It's, It's incredible, the lifespan. It is. It, it's had the presidential helicopters, HMX-1, the military, uh, the, the Marine Corps uh, unit that transports the president and the vice president with those helicopters that are so classic and they're such beautiful helicopters. You know, I'll, I'll tell you, Andy, we see the new one coming online, the new presidential helicopter. See it taking laps around uh, Washington, D.C. from time to time. It's uh, very cool. What is it? The uh, VH-92A Liberty? Is that what it is? I think that's I have right. I have not seen that uh, myself. I haven't been to D.C. in a long time. Uh, yeah. Uh, after the, I almost went to D.C. for the January sixth rally, and part of me wishes I had, but uh, but that whole thing was a staged event, and people are acting now as it dribbles out. Once it's too late to help the folks that have been locked up. Yeah. It's uh, it's like oh, uh, maybe it wasn't what it seemed, but many of us saw it for what it was that day, and and in the immediate immediate days to follow. So I'm, I'm glad yeah. the new speaker is getting that information out yeah getting the videos out and all that stuff and yeah and, and back i was just doing a little looking here you know the the cia records were uh, and the withholding of the cia records the, the way that they have been is unprecedented according to um <clears throat> Kristen mystery a um history professor in england saying you know mcclatchy news um and yet, when you know when they release the documents, it won't satisfy everyone either because uh, you can't trust them at this point, obviously. But the remaining documents Agreed. that the CIA is sitting on were supposed to have been released by two, no later than 2017, and um, and they by act of Congress. And CIA said, "No, we're not going to release them. We're just not going to do it." Uh, and and why should we trust them? Honestly, what's to trust about them at this point? There's so much distrust, and they contribute to the distrust. And you mentioned January 6th. It, it's probably best you didn't come in for January 6th. It's the yeah. biggest uh, law enforcement debacle in the history of the country. It is the biggest operation the FBI has ever taken, going after people who, for the you know, the overwhelming majority of them, did absolutely nothing wrong. Many of them were waved into the Capitol, smiling and thanking the police as they held the door for them walked through the rotunda, took a picture, then walked out. And the FBI's hunted them down like they're Lee Harvey Oswald and uh, and okay. thrown them in jail. And people sitting in jail uh, in solitary confinement without lawyers, uh, without access to the outside world and the media, not that the media cares because they're, you know, a, a corrupt arm of the Democrat Party. But I'll tell you what, there is a, you mentioned January 6th, there is a, Uh, Laurel Logan, who used to be a CBS News and 60 Minutes correspondent, she has an online product. Yeah, she's got an online, the the rest of the story. The rest of the story is her show. And she's got a brand new one out uh, yesterday when Ray Epps, you know, Ray Epps, 
urged people oh, to yeah. trespass inside the Capitol. He knew it was a crime because he had an outstanding warrant for criminal trespass yeah. in Pennsylvania from 2015. And then he was mysteriously removed after first being put on the FBI's suspect list. He was magically removed from the FBI suspect list. And, you know, so Laura Logan in her latest episode, uh, the rest of the story is asking the question uh, and a series of questions. Why was Ray Epps removed from the FBI suspect list? What really happened on January 6th? He had another warrant out for him already. Uh, were they strong arming him and using him? Is he the Lee Harvey Oswald patsy of, of the modern age? And Laura Logan asked that well, question. Uh, and I should say that uh, my brother Mike is a producer uh, with Laura Logan on that on the, the show that she does. And he's a great news producer and a great American and a great conservative. And, and he's uh, part of uh, Laura Logan's efforts. And this Ray Epps story is a big story, an untold story, because our news media is so filthy. Am I right, Andy? I completely agree, Chris. I, and you fight it every day. Uh, I, I really appreciate uh, getting to hear you and watch you at night uh, and, and fighting fighting the good fight. Uh, it's pretty powerful forces that are up against people like Laura and your brother. Yeah, that's a fact. Andy, God bless. I'm saluting you, sir. Hey, uh, thank you, sir. Happy Thanksgiving, and, uh, and thanks for uh, fighting the good fight. Yeah, you bet. Wouldn't have it any other way. It's the way my mother raised me. You know, to be an American it means a lot to be an American. Truth, justice, and the American way. You know, the Superman comics people, they took away from and the American way. Now it's just truth, justice, but they took away the American way. Isn't that right? Superman. That's disgraceful. So many disgrace. And you know why? Democrats. That's the, that's the one-word answer, and it, it's all the answer you need. It's, uh, it's pretty extraordinary, I've got to say. Yeah, and it's true. The CIA was ordered by Congress. Well, it was an act of Congress. Said, okay, CIA, you know, you guys have this 3,500 documents. That doesn't mean it's 3,500 pages. It could be 20,000 pages. 3,500 documents. And uh, the CIA has the majority of them remain unpublished. And the, uh, the nephew of John F. Kennedy, the son of Robert F. Kennedy, demanding that the CIA follow the law and release the documents that, by law, were supposed to have been released by 2017, and they have not yet been released, and they should damn well be released. Why would they not be released? Oh, well, you know, it's, it's sensitive. I, I'm not that sensitive. Go, go ahead and release them. You schmucks, you schlubs, you crooks. You know, for that 10 of those 17 years, and my office was in the Pentagon for 10 years, as I just mentioned to Andy. I was also responsible for covering the Central Intelligence Agency and the, uh, and the uh, other intelligence agencies to the extent that that's possible. I, uh, I did an honest job of doing that. Um, and uh, I don't know where our news media is. We really don't have a news media. Not... It's uh, again, Laura Logan. You got like the Pointer Institute. Bunch of lefties form a pseudo journalistic group called the Pointer Institute. And they attack Laura Logan for ferreting out the truth. Because, as I like to say, another one of my sayings, Andy, nothing gets you in trouble like the truth. And in Washington, D.C., that is certainly the case. 
Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. I want to clarify something. Uh, Andy, retired Navy captain, helicopter pilot, flew the SH uh, 3 Sea King, which is the helicopter that is, continues to be the presidential transport helicopter, the beautiful, they're beautiful helicopters, they're great helicopters. The Sea King was introduced into the U.S. military fleet in 1961. 1961, that's 62, almost 63 years ago. And a lot of these helicopters are, most of them are decades and decades old. And they're still using them, the the great legendary Marine Corps helicopter squadron known as HMX-1 is the the unit that transports the president. And you see those helicopters flying around, beautiful green with a white top, flying around Washington, D.C. a lot, um, transporting people and not transporting people. And I mentioned that uh, I've been seeing the new presidential helicopter, many years in the pipeline, flying laps around Washington, D.C. as well. I think I might have said it was the H-91. It's the, it's the VH-92. Um, the, like, you know, it's a military designations. The SH-3, uh, the Sea King. Uh, S is uh, the Navy's designation for their, their helicopter. When it's a VH, the VH-3, that's the H-3 helicopter with the VIP package, right? And now the VH-92 helicopter flying around Washington, VH-92A, is uh, called the Patriot, the Patriot. And we see it occasionally flying laps around Washington, D.C. It's a big, beautiful helicopter. Boy, it's a beautiful helicopter. And uh, that's going to be the new presidential transport very soon when they retire the the old H-3 Sea Kings. So that's, that's me. I'm kind of a military hardware geek. I don't spend a lot of time being a military hardware geek on the radio, but but there's a military hardware geek lurking on the inside. We've got uh, also in in New York City, you've heard of it. It's a big city not too far from here. They're on high alert, standing by for radical Islamic jihadi terrorist attacks because the troglodytes are coming for the West, and uh, they're attacking Israel but their proxies for Iran and Iran's number one target is the United States of America. They're spinning centrifuges and enriching uranium and advancing their ballistic missile program thanks to Obama and Biden and Boltneck Kerry allowing that to continue. And they're planning on destroying us all. Biden's not getting in their way. I got more on that coming up. The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. 
the purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets Podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen.